0: Do you struggle to make hard decisions? Do you lack conviction, not only in your decision-making, but even in your actions? Hi, I'm Cartwright Morris, the host of the Mentor Forge podcast. If you're a young professional man wanting to grow in thought leadership and be a more powerful decision-maker, so for the last 12 years of my life, this is the journey I've been on and have helped other men through thousands of hours of coaching and mentoring other men to live with more conviction and confidence in their decision making. Let's go to mentorforge.com to find out more information. In this episode today, we'll be answering how does faith play in our pursuit of entrepreneurship and business ownership. Chris Anderson, founder and CEO of Elevate Your Brand, and he tells the story of his life of how he left his nine-to-five in pursuit of building something that adds value to others. Now, today's interview. All right. Welcome to the Miner Forge podcast. I got a great guest today. I'm excited about having Chris Anderson coming from Indiana. Chris is the, the host of the Elevate Your Brand podcast. And if any of y'all just got a taste of what he's got. This is such a, a growing trend, a growing need in our world today is, is how do you elevate your brand? How do you create a podcast? And he, so we started a media group called Elevate Media Group. But Chris, it's great to have you today, man. I'm excited to have you. Yeah, Cartwright, thanks so much for having me on. Well, uh, Chris, yeah, Um uh I guess really my first question is, you know, you put in your bio about you and your wife and your son going outdoors and on a mini <laughs> farm, just to, from an audience, <laughs> you know, who I'm sure many of us don't know what a mini farm is, or uh if you would, yeah. just give us a little insight into that.
1: Yeah, it's very mini at the moment. <laughs> we have chickens. <laughs> We have we have about 16 chickens right now. We, we had some pigs last year. Uh, I don't know how your audience is, but they're now in our freezer. Uh, so hopefully that doesn't turn anyone off but um, <laughs> they lived, lived a great life. They were they they had a, a fantastic place and now we're blessed to be able to have some food from them um, looking to expand into goats and, and possibly meat rabbits and things in the future. Um, so I'm all about the kind of the homesteading type. We, we do our own canning things like that um I just enjoy it I enjoy being outside hiking camping uh things of that nature so yeah it's 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 a lot of fun man you got any camping spots you recommend that were pretty amazing oh um I like going to so we own property in southern Indiana I like going down there and just being kind of out out in the wilderness you know on why well, I say wilderness in southern Indiana <laughs> the all the three hills I probably have in Indiana are down there no uh it's it's a good just kind of isolated spot we got a lake and stuff and so that's a good one just because no one else goes there because it's our property kind of thing um yeah uh, west virginia man we me and a couple of buddies went out to west virginia and we oh, white water wow. rafted the uh, river gorge there and mm. that was and just anywhere tennessee all that mountains just mountains if there's yeah. mountains and woods and mm-hmm. waterways like i'm there uh, it's i can't really i'm not too picky
0: yeah <laughs> that's good yeah i mean i would say as someone who grew up in the South, Mm -hmm. the Smokies are the only place to get away from the summer heat in the South. Mm -hmm. And it's really weird. I mean, I've, I've gone up and I've camped out in the Smokies in July and slept great. It was 50 degrees. And then I went down the mountain into Virginia and I couldn't sleep a wink because it was burning up. (laughs) (laughs)
1: yep, Yeah. Mm That's awesome.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. I love it. I just, I'm an outdoorsman myself, me and my wife, you know, I actually got on a registry a, a, a tent on the back of my truck. So we've used that a couple
1: of times, which has been I fun. Put, so. uh, I put a camping <laughs> stove on our registry and actually got it. Yes. <laughs> yep. Yeah, Her Uncle my He was my favorite, I said, because he actually got me something like that I could use as a man. So it was yes. cool. That was the one thank you note we got excited about riding was the person who gave us the truck tent. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. Because <laughs> we will use this. <laughs> yeah, my wife doesn't like uh, camping. She doesn't like she never grew up doing it. So like she, like I've tried to ease her into it, like camping in the backyard, just get used to it. And right. she hasn't got used to it yet. So I'm like, ah, that's okay. I can kind of, I can solo it, I guess on my own. So for now, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, you have a son now,
0: so I mean, you just take him, oh, yeah. which I'm he'll sure she would love that.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He'll be out there eventually with me for sure.
0: Um, well, Chrissy, I'm curious just to kind of dive in your background. Um, cause I, I'm just so fascinated why people, they are the way they are. <laughs> And yep. what got you into space? I know you've kind of been in the tech world, been in the podcast world. So what about your upbringing and your background that really kind of started
1: um, putting the seeds of what you're doing now? Yeah, you know, it's it's an interesting question that actually was asked earlier this week. Like, what's your story about getting an entrepreneurship? And I was listening to some other people's answers. And they're like, well, you know, I was selling... Uh, reselling empty bottles when I was a kid or selling pencils in my class, like, and I'm like, I don't, I never really had any of that. I mean, I kind of, Mm -hmm. I guess, had the superficial view of it. My parents started the soccer club in the town I grew up in, which started soccer at the high school. Um, so I mean, I guess they kind of ran that uh, as a business, and I never really understood that till, you know, obviously when I was older, but I was always someone who used his imagination a lot. Um, And whether that be like when I was little, like pretending we were in a parade and using Mm -hmm. chairs and like little magnetic alphabets and throwing them as candy or Mm -hmm. going out when I was a little bit older and pretending I was Indiana Jones in the, in the woods by our house or things like that. So I always kind of had that imagination and kind of dream big type mentality. And I think it kind of led into, you know, when I was older and really started diving into personal development. And then that inked into like entrepreneurship just from who I listened to, started getting ideas like, hey, this is, this is possible. Um, This is, you know, I'm, I'm nothing really crazy or special, but you know, from listening to this person, neither were they really like, I resonated with their story. Lewis house, for those who might know the school of greatness, he was the one I, I really started listening to and learning from. And I was like, oh my gosh, like he started a podcast, which turned her into a business. He was an athlete. He had an injury, like all this stuff. I resonated with his story and I said, I could, that could be me. Yeah. I could have something different. And so I started just kind of dreaming and like seeing how that could be different and mm-hmm. which led into, you know, I was an athletic trainer um, by trade, by school. That's what I went to school for. So I was working in that field and just got to the point where I was just overwhelmed or I was underwhelmed I guess with what I was doing like I loved making a difference but I felt I was just hindered by what I could do um, in in the time there and then they dictated my salary and and what my time was worth and I didn't like that. Before we jump
0: back in the interview I do want to mention uh, if you're a leader that's really looking for solutions to gain access to other leaders to grow as a leader. Business, sales, or run an organization. Recommend you go to Metaforge.com backslice backslash leaders and join the Leaders Collective. Now back to the interview.
1: So you're basically like, I'm, I'm the type of person that if someone tells me I can't do something or I shouldn't do something. I'm gonna go and and try to prove them wrong. Um, and I think that's kind of what led to that fire kind of burning inside me as far as like business goes. Because you know you hear a lot of people, oh, you know, just stay safe, like just say your job, you have a good job. Like, it'll be okay. And that's not good enough for me. Like Mm -hmm. just being okay and and things I have, you know, a lot of drive to do bigger and better things, whatever that looks like. And so that eventually led to, you know, faith is a big part of our life and, you know, really hearing God one day on a drive back from Toronto saying, Hey, you're about to have a, a faith test like in me, like you're going to quit your job and start a business. And I called my wife on the drive home and I said, this is what I think God just told me to do. (laughs) And, uh, is a math teacher. She's very analytical. And she said, ah, yeah, no, I don't think so. She's Mm -hmm. like, how would that work? We would have no income from you. She's a teacher making like nothing. Like it doesn't, how would that work? I don't see how that could work. And I said, I'm just telling you what I've, I think I heard him say, I said, mm-hmm. uh, and that's that. I said, let's just continue to pray about it. And if it's truly him who let us know, like, cause yeah. the last thing I wanted to be is, is me and, and just my thoughts and, and Ernie or Uranus, you know, drive. And so we did, we prayed about it. And I said, God, I said, if this is, if this truly is you speaking, not just an idea in my head, Hannah will be on board and I'll know. And, and, and that'll be the kind of the sign just so I know it's not, not me. And, you know, A month after that initial call with her, after hearing God, like she's like, hey, you know, for some reason, I think this is what you're supposed to do. (laughs) Uh, And so right when pandemic hit here in Indiana, I quit my job and had nothing coming in. And it was burn the boats and, you know, move forward to grow or die, basically. So I'm sorry, I could talk forever. So I just rambled So cut whatever you need out of that. But (laughs) no,
0: that was so good, man, because I think when we hear that. I know I've had a similar moment and anytime there is resistance, we immediately go, did I actually hear you? Was I actually following right. you In Yeah. Moments, for any believers out there that, that had a similar, it's like, do we all kind of resonate with
1: that? Yeah. But it's,
0: I, yeah. Go ahead.
1: I was going to say, it's crazy. Like I've had a few of those moments where it's like, I truly believed it was him and nothing else. And so I listened. And so like this one coming around, like it was the same kind of thing. And I was like, I'm pretty sure that it was like the last one was, uh, when my, my grandpa died, I got this weird thing in the middle of the night, like bef- the night before his, uh, funeral. It was like, prepare. It's all he said, prepare. I was yeah. like, what the heck do I need to do? So I was like, got in the Bible and I opened it up and you know, it was, it, it went to the verse of, you know, uh, for every season, there's a, there's a time for every season kind of thing. That verse, I don't know about by, by heart, but I was like, okay, I marked it. Mm-hmm. And I put that Bible in my coat the next day I woke up and this night i mean, we're in Indiana, it's in the spring. Uh, so you never know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And it was fine. Decent weather. The next morning we woke up to six inches of snow and it was still coming down and wow. we had to drive two hours for the funeral. And so <laughs> we were headed that way. Mm-hmm. We got there finally. So many people got snowed in. My brother got slid off the road with an accident. he couldn't make it. The honor guard had already done their thing cause we were all late trying to get there. And so they'd moved on and the preacher couldn't even get in there. He was snowed in. So we had no preacher. My family, immediate family was there. And my dad talking to his siblings they're like, uh, there's no preacher. What are we going to do? And I said, I'm ready. Like I literally heard God tell me to prepare. Yeah. And I have my Bible right here and I have a verse picked out and I can, if you want me to, I can say yeah. a few things. And it, it was just a weird, I mean, it was, it was, a, it was a crazy, like, <laughs> So it was the same kind of moment. It just, you got to, got to lean into it and, and have that face and who knows how it turns out. So,
0: yeah. And it's, and I think it's interesting how we can really, when we actually take that word and actually run with it versus yeah. how we, I know I've wasted many times in my life where I'm just sitting there stewing on, I'm like mm-hmm. questioning it. I'm moving around it. Like I don't want any part of it Yeah, and you taking it and just running it. Um, I mean, for those out there that maybe feel something similar, you know, how would you encourage them in the next steps or even that first, you know, deciding to actually, you know what, actually I'm going to follow through on, on what I feel like God's telling me.
1: Yeah. You know, it, 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 if, if it didn't come with adversity, you know, it'd be easy. Mm -hmm. So everyone, you know, faith would be nothing. Um, because, There'd be nothing you had to really rely on because it was simple. It was easy. So, Mm -hmm. you know, prepare yourself. And it's funny, like we just had baptisms at church this last Sunday too. And this popped in my head, like we're super excited for people when they get baptized. Like we're super, super excited. But I think a lot of times we forget that this is the most crucial moment because now this is when the devil is really going to start attacking. When they Mm -hmm. really take that leap of faith, that's when the bad stuff really starts to pile on sometimes yeah. because it's a test. You know, they're trying to so okay, you, so you say you have faith. We're going to, we're going to give it to you now kind of thing. And so I'm, I was, I was standing there thinking, and we need to pray for these people now, like, yeah, just for protection. Like, cause mm-hmm. who knows what's going to come to try to stop that. Cause that's such a huge pivotal moment. And it's the same thing when we're taking a leap of faith in anything to, to strengthen mm-hmm. that faith relationship we have is prepare, you know, yep. things aren't going to be easy. Things aren't going to go as smoothly as you think they are or as fast as you want them to. Um, and it's going to get frustrating. It's going to get, you know, you're going to get just down and, and in the dumps sometimes. And that's mm-hmm. part of it. But you've got to rely on the strength that doesn't come from us mm-hmm. to to keep moving forward uh, and know that yeah. he's overcome and that we can overcome mm-hmm. too with his strength. And that's that's a big thing. So just, I mean, be ready for yeah. those, those hard times, but know mm-hmm. you can get through them.
0: Yeah, and I think uh, I've I've found through my failures, right, that uh, generally when I'm relying on my own strength, the fruit of it is anxiety, it's just more yeah. frustration, more anxiety. Yeah. Versus the when I'm relying on Him, it's usually peace, mm-hmm. peace amidst the storm, yeah, like peace beyond understanding,
1: that kind of stuff. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's and and two also when we instead of like focusing in the moment we're in like what can we do right now to Mm -hmm. take the next step or do the right thing or whatever it might be when we start focusing so much on the future, like where you're trying to get to or what you want to accomplish or Mm -hmm. what's going to happen tomorrow kind of thing. That's when all that anxiety comes in when we're focusing on stuff that we don't have control over. When he says, you know, you know, they got enough worries about it. Just focus Mm -hmm. on right now. Um, so I think that's one thing we can definitely do. If you're starting out on this journey, just focus on right now. Right, what can you do right now, or what should you yeah. do right now mm. to you know take that next step forward?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we want to manipulate step three, four, five, at six to mm-hmm. make sure we get a certain result. When really yeah. we don't know what's best for us, that best right. result. And so yeah. finding that. So so Chris, I'm kind of curious what what made you choose. So you felt that call on God. I mean. I imagine he knew, you know, you had something already in mind. So what made you choose video podcasting to be this, this pursuit?
1: Yeah. And so it's funny because you just mentioned how, you know, we don't take the next step and we try to maybe hop and skip and jump past some things. Mm -hmm. Uh, You don't know what's coming up. When I first started, it wasn't podcasting. Uh, When I quit my job, it wasn't to do anything business related to podcasting. I just had my podcast. I was going to use it Mm -hmm. to you know, connect with people I needed to grow the business, which is what happened. (laughs) But I wanted to start and I wanted to be Lewis house immediately, basically. And this is, I think, a good lesson for everybody, you know, learn from your mentors, have those people you look up to, but you're not them. He had been podcasting for like seven years (laughs) when I listened to him. Mm, And so he had grown something already. And I wanted to hop in right where he was basically and be at his level Mm. and, and help people start their businesses Mm-hmm. And it didn't work. It failed. The first first thing I tried was pencil leadership. I wanted to help men grow their businesses and improve their lives. And I hadn't done it myself. Yeah. Like <laughs> there's there's yeah. a point of acting like the person you want to be and, and living that way. So mm-hmm. you know, making the right choice choices, taking care of yourself, things like that, and being a fake. And I couldn't I couldn't market any of my stuff. I it just didn't sit right. Like I knew what I wanted to do. I had it all like created, but I was like, this isn't like, mm. never done it. So how can I truthfully say, Hey, I'm going to help you do this. And so it was a battle. It's like, okay, maybe if I just keep learning, I'll know enough. Mm. And then clients will come and I'll be able to help them because I'm a little bit farther ahead. Mm-hmm. All the while people were coming to me, Hey, I see your podcast is growing. Like I see you're, you're charted, you're globally. listed. like, how'd you do this? How do you start your podcast? And they're asking me all these questions. Mm. And so, I mean, I'm, I'm helping them with that. I'm having people. And we got to the point where we're like, hey, we need some income from you, man. Let's like, yeah. let's go. And so I was like, yeah, we can do that. And so I would start charging on, you know, how to launch a podcast or, or helping them launch their podcasts. And it was just kind of on the side while I tried to grow what I wanted to do. Mm. And it got to the point in this whole journey, man, like we could go on hours, but every moment we needed something, he provided yeah. what we needed. Like, oh, wow. It's unbelievable, dude. Like I have to write a book because it it just all points to him. And it's mm-hmm. so like this whole, pro- like we got this point now, it's like 2020, I quit in April getting to the end of 2021 and mm-hmm. revenue was like hit or miss with things randomly. Cause I was still trying to push what I wanted mm-hmm. um, and got towards the end of Q4 in 2021. My son was about to be born and it was Okay. You know, he showed up a lot, uh, but we still don't have consistent revenue coming in at yeah. a at a good deal. What are we going to do? And, you know, just took some time away from everything, in the quiet, and just kind of listened. And he kind of just showed that, hey, look what has, has provided, what's produced some fruit mm. financially for you so far. And I was like, well, podcasting stuff. And I was just like, why am I fighting it? Yeah. <laughs> he's literally shown me and giving me He's like, right. listen, this is what's working. You're good at this. The technical side, you've are all, all you've always been good in the technical side. Like, l- look what you, I bless you with to be able to do. Mm. And so I leaned into that. I changed my branding, my marketing of everything to elevate your brand and then elevate or elevate media group as the LLC and elevate your brand as a marketing. And leaned into launching video podcasts and producing, um, post post recorded material for people. And the moment I switched, we got our first high ticket client month to month reoccurring and it just kept growing from there. And, uh, it's, wow. yeah, it's just, it's a crazy thing mm. when we, we stop fighting, you mm. know, and, and start kind of going with what we're supposed to be doing. Things change. Yeah.
0: And are you sensing even just another level, like you said, and stop fighting a level of fulfillment in your work compared to what you were doing
1: before? Oh yeah. 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 I mean, Mm -hmm. I get to spend the day with my son if I want to, Mm -hmm. like I can change my schedule around how I want to. Now I'm supporting a couple other people who we have contracted for us, like financially. Um, It's just, it's a really cool thing to be able to give back in that way and, and be able to then dictate, you know, time and resources. And it's, now to the point where we're trying to take it to that next level yeah so when we started the whole thing was how are we gonna make money where's the money gonna come from and now we're Mm -hmm. we're we're to the point we're like okay how are we gonna scale it to that next point so i can step out even more from the business Mm. and have it kind of running almost without me kind of but i can still like go and connect with people which is what i like doing this kind of type of thing Mm -hmm connecting people locally to show them what we have to offer and then be able to support the people under me who are doing the technical work. So taking it to that next level, you know, like getting Mm -hmm. it to the, to the 20, 30 K a month, 50 K a month type level. Mm -hmm. Um, but sometimes you forget where you started because where you're at, you've got new things you're quote unquote worrying about. Mm -hmm. And it's just like the other day in conversation with my wife it's like, we really are here. Like, we're at this point. Like, we did. We ever think we'd actually get to this milestone?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like when we started, like we were happy getting a thousand dollars a month, mm. and now we're here. You know, we're just around ten thousand dollars a month, uh, fluctuates a little bit each month, but like we're there. Like that was our goal. Like, and he yeah. just said, "Stick it out. Stay with me." And yeah. then from there, like hitting that next milestone will. Mm-hmm. You just got to remember where you came from. Yeah, that's good.
0: So, I mean, I, that's what I was curious about because, I mean, I was like, how do you stay grounded in the midst of growth and success? Yeah. And is has is, is it almost gotten to the point where you are thankful for those, those hidden moments where you were a little bit not as
1: successful? Oh, yeah. I mean, those moments, I think, kind of gave me thicker skin. You know, I always kind of thought I had thick skin until, you know, everything rested on me to provide and <laughs> uh, figure it all out. Um, and, and so, yeah, those moments, I mean, maybe me better. So yeah. for the fires I have to put out now or the things I have to try to figure out now. Mm-hmm. Um, if I was to jump to this moment immediately when I quit my job, I don't think I would have done it. I think yeah. I it. I'm would like, nope, nah, mm-hmm. this is crazy. Um, yeah. So I think I needed those moments to prepare me for, for the moments right now. And these moments Mm -hmm. will prepare me for the ones coming in the future. Yeah, that's good. I love,
0: I love the quote, you know, he wastes nothing and makes you ready. And it's like, if you had these so many situations you're being prepared for in the low season and now that you're able to really grow it and extend it. So, so on that, I'm curious, Chris, because it is still a niche podcasting. But it's a growing niche, and I, mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm surprised some of the numbers just comparatively how podcasting is still not as, uh, you know, it hasn't blown up like some people even think. So, but right. what, what, what about podcasting? Do you feel like it adds value to people, whether
1: you're, you know, whether you're a consumer or you're actually a producer of it? Yeah. So, like for the people mm-hmm. listening to podcasts, it's just free value. Like you're being able to tune into someone who you look up to or you, who you find funny or whatever it is and get value, whether it be advice, education, or just entertainment, like it's for free. Like, yeah. so you can turn into the Theo Vaughn show and just have a laugh yeah. or Joe Rogan and just have a laugh or just be like, whoa, that's a bizarre topic and just mm-hmm. be entertained. Or you can tune into, you know, Ed Milet or, you know, Lewis Howes and, you know, just be motivated or, or learn something to, to make you better. And it's for free. Like yeah. it's just free value, which mm-hmm. I think is the coolest thing. Uh, and then while we've focused on the video podcast, cause then you can take one recording and put it on YouTube and the podcast platforms. Cause yeah. the YouTubes is like such a big search engine. Mm. Um, but so f- yeah, for the consumer, it's just free value. You can find anything you want out there through these, these, yeah. these um, avenues. Mm-hmm. And for the other side of things for businesses, it, it it's all based on your market. Like if you're a super hyper local show, that's all about your local area, like that opens the door up so much faster for sponsorships mm. uh, and, and and things of that nature. Like I mentioned early or might've been backstage, like my show, my podcast has opened up the door for all our business. All yeah. the clients came through. They're either a guest on the show or someone on the show knew them mm. uh, and then referred us to them. Um, wow. So the podcast opens the door to new clients especially with high ticket offers because you can you can just say hey i just want to pick i just want to have you on the show for to add value will you Mm -hmm. be a guest and that opens the door to the relationship that you can build uh hopefully into you know mutual benefit um clientele or or whatever it looks like so Mm -hmm. it's such a crucial piece and then on top of that a brand using it for their content strategy one one recording you can break down into you know 30 different pieces of content Mm. from the one recording, yeah. And so then you can just push it out there, and the people who are seen more and more consistently are the ones who are going to succeed. So, because Mm -hmm. if they don't know, you're not going to grow, and you've got to get out there and get seen in your market. And the best way to do that is a video podcast,
0: yeah. Man, so fascinating. So, I'm just kind of yeah, I, I I I can't remember the exact stat. I hate this that I can't remember for especially for a video podcast guy. But it's what like eighty or ninety odd percent of podcasts uh, don't get past ten
1: episodes. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. And I think it's and, like seven. I think it's seven episodes now. Even okay. Yeah, so, and, and what? So why, yeah, go yeah, go ahead. ahead.
0: I was going to say what well, what a why do you think that is why people don't get past that? Because to me, I feel like yeah. the the biggest jump is getting started.
1: Yep, yeah. The the biggest job is getting started, um, and that's why with our clients, all of them have passed that number, surpassed, and the majority are in the top ten percent globally listened to. Is because how we we guide them and we help them understand what's to come. Uh, that's a big part of it, and it's so now two thousand twenty three. We see so many the podcast numbers are dropping. Wow, on on shows out there, and that's a good thing. Yeah, uh, especially if you're serious about growing your brand now. Utilizing mm-hmm. podcasts, which you should be, because now you know COVID's calmed down, things have kind of gone back to almost a normal thing in people's lives, and they they don't want to spend the time podcasting because it didn't yeah. immediately show a benefit monetarily. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people start, they don't realize the time it takes to to do everything mm-hmm. to record, to edit good content and, and create content from the episodes, mm-hmm. and then they they're assuming they're going to be able to make money to recoup their losses quickly Mm -hmm. right? when they shouldn't have a whole lot of losses to begin with starting out. So they should just be able to create and get things out there and flow people through their show to their, Mm -hmm. their, you know, monetized asset, whatever it is. Um, so people have the wrong assumption. They think I'm going to start the show. Mm -hmm. Um, it's going to be easy to do. It's going to grow automatically. I'm going to have thousands (laughs) of followers, and I'm going to monetize and be the next Joe Rogan and <laughs> at episode seven. They're like, Hey, this is a lot of time to record and edit and figure out content and break it down yeah. uh, and put it out there. And I'm not making money yet. That's nah, not worth it. They have an excuse, which is the same reason why, you know, whatever the percentage of businesses fell within the three, first three to five years. Hmm. Cause people don't want to, they don't want to play the long game. They don't want to put in the work. They don't want to go through the trenches of growing anything that, that will last and that will provide something substantial for them. They just want to, they just assume that they can uh quickly succeed. Mm-hmm. They they overestimate what they can do in a year and they underestimate what they can do in 10. And yeah. like that's that's the biggest reason you see so many people pod fade or, or quit is mm-hmm. they just they're not in it for the long haul, which is the sad thing because that's when that's why I know I will succeed because I'll yeah. outlast and I'll, I'll, I'll be consistent and I'll endure as long as it takes. Um, cause I'm stubborn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, that's good. That's
0: good. I hope, I hope somebody takes that to heart right now. I could, uh, just feel that. That's good, man.
1: Um, stubborn in a good way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Resilient. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta balance it. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, my wife would say sometimes in a bad way. no, <laughs> <laughs> true. True. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine your, uh, your clients though. Love that about you. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, no. um,
0: yeah, go ahead. So it's,
1: it's a cool thing. And that's another thing I love the industry is so many people we work with or all the people we work with are out there trying to make a difference somehow mm-hmm. in the lives of their clients. And so we just get to kind of be a teardrop in the bucket. Um, of of the change that they're doing by just helping them produce the best content and, and getting them heard. So it's a really neat thing to be a part of. Yeah. So I'm curious just for the,
0: I'm talking for a friend here, right? Um, <laughs> somebody who's, you know, getting in the 90s up, you know, around a hundred episodes, kind of fill a plateau. They've actually put in the work, they've been consistent. You know, what advice would you give to them?
1: Yeah. So you've got to look at what you're doing what's working, what's Mm -hmm. changing in the market. Mm -hmm. Uh, So for a lot of people, um, adding the video aspect. That's what I see a lot of times when people are like, okay, hey, we've been doing this a while, what can be next? Well, you're not doing video, so you need to start implementing that portion Mm -hmm. of it. If you're doing video, great. How can we tweak things within our our layout of the show? Mm -hmm. Are you grabbing people's attention fast enough at the beginning to keep them intrigued to listen? Are you getting an idea how long people are listening to your show so you know where you might be able to put your lead magnet advertisement mm-hmm. or whatnot? Um, are you staying relevant in topics? Like so you've got to look again at how are your show's structured. Is it still flowing good? Is it still makes sense? Does maybe your intro need an update? Does it need shortened shortened? So many, so many times I see people have an intro of like five minutes before they even get into talking about anything. Ten minutes sometimes I'm like, <laughs> you gotta shorten like people's attention spans are like three seconds now. Mm-hmm. So like we've got to hook them faster. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if you kind of feel plateaued, just just look at ways that you can up your quality. Mm-hmm. Um and then also what are you doing to market it? Are you doing the same thing over, like, is it anything new? Are you reaching new people or are you just kind of posting and kind of just leaving it? Same on social media. Are you, are you then just posting the, the pieces and leaving it? Mm-hmm. Um, does there need to be an up in your, your outreach to people? Maybe mm-hmm. you spend a little bit in ad dollars now to get in front of people. Maybe it's you guest on more people's shows. Mm-hmm. So does your marketing strategy need to change? So does your layout of the show need to change? Mm-hmm. to keep people engaged um or do you need to get do you need to take it to the next level getting in front of more people um through through guesting or even making more content mm-hmm. um, so you, you got to kind of kind of weigh that out look at analytics and, and make adjustments uh if you feel like you're plateaued yeah that's good
0: that's good man so i, I had to ask you this question i know we I yeah. mentioned it um before that we got on, can't you know, hit record, but was, you know, especially with video podcasts, and this is really interesting. And I, I really appreciate you hitting on that is uh, being video podcasting, the social media space. Why as men of faith, why as people of faith, why, why is this important for us to get in this space? Cause I have felt a resistance for us to be in that world because yeah. of all the noise, um, yeah. and I think, I, I've kind of beaten the, the table on this, but you're more of an expert and, and just really, yeah, help, help for, yeah, I guess the b- average believer out there, why it's so important for us to have
1: a voice in that space. Because I think the, the, the person that we're trying to to reach or help or show, you know, mm-hmm. they can see us and they can see us as just a normal person. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm not, I'm not shy about speaking among all my flaws or where I've messed up or things like that. But, you know, um, Mm -hmm. I'm not shy about speaking about my faith either. And so to show them like, I'm not perfect. I'm a work in progress every day. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I'm trying to just do the best I can. Um, and this is why because of what Jesus has done for us and just following his lead the best I can. Like it, it changes. Hopefully it will change at least somebody's view on, on Jesus and, and their life even yeah. and, and make a positive influence and, and plant a seed uh, that can be, you know, harvested later. And um, yeah, you don't have to go out and Bible thump. You can just kind of just share yeah. your stories like anybody else would. And mm-hmm. um, it's important for people to see normal, real people mm-hmm. uh, sharing and, and seeing their perspective instead of like these, all these big mega church pastors, which is nothing wrong with that either. Cause yeah. they have obviously have the, the, theology and the schooling for it but it mm-hmm. just builds again why is why video podcasting is so important it builds that trust factor yeah it build that boundary that that bridge to that relationship a lot easier um because someone can look at you as you're speaking and they can pick up on mannerisms and body language and they can say oh yeah you know i, I resonate with him he's telling the mm-hmm. truth or like i can see you know the passion there or, or the you know whatever it is they can have that connection with you easier on video which opens up the door you know to a lot of things
0: yeah man because it really has shrunk the world in a lot of ways i mean it's almost like you know it's it it is a new language for a lot of people just Mm -hmm. learning all these different things but it's almost like that's what a missionary does right you learn the language you know that's how you influence people you go find them where they're
1: at Mm -hmm. so (laughs) yeah and it's a crazy thing like like my show, like, and this isn't to say like that I'm something crazy or special or anything. It's not that. and just blessed to, to be able to say this. But like, like in the top two percent, top two percent globally listened to, it means people around the world are listening. Mm. So if there's a there's an episode, and I drop like a little seed of faith or my story, like that's the start of something somewhere else in the world. Yeah, <laughs> all over the place. You know, China, yeah. mm. South America, Europe wherever people are listening, it just mm-hmm. allows you to do that from your own home if you want mm-hmm. um, and just start to to slowly make a difference.
0: Yeah, that's great. Well, Chris, I, you know, this, this is a new question I just thought of, but I thought you would be great for this just because um, just like everything you've shared already, I loved it. And just how, if you were to encourage someone to get into podcasting, Take that step of entrepreneurship to trust God in the process. What episode on your podcast would you recommend?
1: That's a great question. Man. By the
0: way, it's elevate your
1: brand. Elevate your brand. It started. So this is correct. So it started out as a pencil leadership. So if you do go back way early, Mm -hmm. there's it'll still branded pencil leadership. But I've done 198 episodes, so not many people go back that far. But I would say go back to my first couple episodes. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Pencil leadership, like I said, brand. we rebranded it last year, but go back to those and listen to how terrible (laughs) I was. Go look at the video and look at how terrible it is. (laughs) I was, I started in the corner of the living room upstairs with no lighting, with an old antique chair type thing with kid headphones on, just using Mm -hmm. my laptop webcam Reading off questions like I had an outline, like so robotic, so not fluid. Like go back and listen to those. Yeah, and that right there got to the top two percent global, globally listened to show. So that's where I started. So if I started there and was like that, Mm -hmm. you definitely can get to where I am and surpass where I am, Mm -hmm. Um, because you know if you just follow me, I'm going to tell you how to do it. (laughs) Yeah, I I share all that. So go back and listen mm. to some of the first ones, how bad they were and it's okay. <laughs> they were bad. It's, it's all right. We're all bad when we start. So, yeah. um, yeah. that's good. And I had some great guests then mm. uh, and I knew we were have, having, them back on. Um, but yeah, go listen to some of those and then listen to my most recent ones. And yeah. it, it just sounds better. It's, it's more fluid and, but yeah, mm. we all start somewhere and, um, we all can improve. So, yeah,
0: it's like, uh, the more I think about it, it's like, it's more about repetition than it mm. is perfection. You know, yeah, we yeah. got to get the reps in if we want to be good at something. You got to be willing to fail to actually grow yeah. anything, you know? Yeah, because
1: <laughs> if I would have never started or tried and I would have never, it would never have led here and mm-hmm. like, but you always had to be open to to growth and improvements as well. Yeah. Don't just stay comfortable.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You, you, could, you could possibly plateau. That's not always mm-hmm. the reason, but yeah. uh, that could be one reason that you, you start plateauing. Maybe you're fighting something that you think you should do. You just don't want to. I've been yeah. there too. <laughs> um and yeah, we have got we got to step outside our comfort zone if we want any growth. Absolutely. Well, it just shows how
0: uh I, an area probably I can need to grow in is uh where is the best place to consume video podcasting? Uh YouTube. Yeah, so the, YouTube. that's okay. yeah, that's the house for that. Mm-hmm. Um cuz I know Spotify does it, but it's not every right. podcast does. And so I'm yeah.
1: Anyway. Yeah, it's it's basically YouTube. Um, mm-hmm. and we, we just show techniques on how to grow on there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of people, that's the thing. That's a great, that's why we, we marketed it as launching a video podcast because people just don't think yeah. about capturing the video and, and, <laughs> how, and how to do it correctly and how to set up your, mm-hmm. your, your location the best you can on a, on a shoestring budget. They just don't think mm-hmm. about that stuff. So, yeah. um, if you're going to start it, why not start it the best you can? Mm-hmm. And that's what we guide people through. Yeah, that's great. Um, well, I could
0: sit here and just ask you all sorts of get free advice on stuff. Yeah, but. <laughs> for sure. Uh,
1: no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> uh, Chris, <laughs> I am a talker, man. That's why I started a podcast. I guess I could talk for hours. Yeah. I'm the same way. So, uh, but Chris, yeah. For my audience out there,
0: just, uh, you know, where can they find you? What, what's the best place to just find out more about, you know, what you do and, and, uh, find more about you.
1: Yeah, you can uh, go subscribe to their U- YouTube channel, Elevate Your Brand. I think that's what the hashtag or the slash thing is. It might be Elevate Media. Um, and then podcast, Elevate Your Brand with Chris Anderson, wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, and then if you do have any more questions or anything for me, uh, pick my brain, shoot them over on Instagram at chris.t.anderson. Uh, and I personally answer those uh, when I get on there, um, to answer and I, and I love to do that. So yeah, connect with me there as well. Yeah. And I've already gotten like two or three little nuggets from you on Instagram.
0: So I definitely recommend to the audience, go check that out. Um, well, Chris, I appreciate you coming on, man. It was, it was a blast just listening to you and hearing more about you and your story. For sure. I appreciate you having me on. Thank you for listening to the Men Are Forged podcast. If you enjoyed this interview, I recommend going over to Men Are Forged's YouTube page and subscribing. There's more great content, short clips, videos, even some full interviews of just more content about how we, we are shaping men into leaders. So you can go there to the Men Are Forged YouTube page and subscribe.